0: And welcome to the Aussie Pastor Live, right here on Faith FM.
1: G'day, my name is Lloyd Grolleman, I'm the Aussie Pastor and welcome to our show today, Hunty. Thanks, mate. Always good to have you on board, my friend. Welcome to all of our listeners. We're back home. Thank you for
2: letting us into your space this afternoon. We're back home. We're back home. We're back home. Into our uh, cold.
1: No, nah, it's pretty good in here today, isn't it's it? It's pretty good, yeah. Studio. You can't <laughs> complain. I know you're sitting there for a little heater around your legs.
3: <laughs> Mr. Softy.
1: <laughs> Actually, um we've been down in Warburton for the last two and a bit weeks. Yeah, good times. Three Saturdays and two weeks. We went down on a Thursday, came back the f- two and weeks, two and a half weeks, seventeen, eighteen days. I didn't want to come home. Oh, it's nice down we there. We ran a series down there. We met a lot of nice people, a series on Jesus Christ, yep. and it, it was, I'm sad. I am definitely, genuinely, and so is my wife Lizka. She came with me on a series, one of the first times ever, loved it, changed jobs. She's got a little bit of manoeuvrability now, nice. so I'm hoping I can take her on more of these uh, trips with me. Well, she
2: certainly lifted each of the programs, and she's saying, Yes. Big lift.
1: She's, she's a superstar.
2: Mm, superstar
1: indeed. We're going to listen to her in our first song today. I want to play Lizzie Moore because I enjoy listening to my wife sing. Mm. The day after we buried the Queen. Yes. A very sad day was yesterday, last night. I kind of watched, so I had a board meeting um. And a board meeting is a a meeting of the leaders of the church. So it was a Zoom meeting. I don't know whether I should even admit this, but I was kind of in the board meeting and keeping an eye on the on the funeral. Am I allowed to admit that? I'd say you already have. (laughs) I'm going to hear from my church some of my church members on that. But I was concentrating on the board meeting. But I reckon that was the biggest get-together of world leaders in the history of the planet.
2: Yeah, I was really nervous over the last few days thinking about the possibilities of any kind of nefarious activities or terrorist attacks.
1: Oh, they would have had that place well protected. Don't worry about indeed, that. Indeed, indeed. Um, very moving. A testimony of her faith again. And you know... Some people question me on this, but I have a simple rule when I'm looking at people. And I don't think we, number one is we don't judge their eternity or otherwise. But if I can make a positive statement about someone and their faith, I love to do it. You like to do that, Hunty? And she, she, this girl, Hunty's nodding his head. It's yes. radio, not television. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I found, um, her faith really inspiring. Did you? Absolutely. And if she has faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and she is covered by the blood of Jesus and the grace of God, why not expect to see her when we get to heaven?
2: And I think she took her, her role as head of the Church of England very seriously.
1: Yeah, I, I, and she, she acknowledged time after time that she bowed low before the King of Kings and worshipped him. And so I expect to see you. The funny thing, I was talking to my wife this morning about this, Hunty. When we get to heaven, she'll be just another one of us. (laughs) True. Because the star up there is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. His name is Jesus Christ. And I was talking to my dad, my dear old dad, who's in a nursing home, uh, laid up in a bed, can't get out. He's doing it really tough. But we are talking about heaven this, this morning on my way across here to the studio, and he was talking about the coronation of Jesus. Well, he hasn't, you know, his ascension when he went back into heaven, and the amazing uh, celebration it must have been after Jesus had died. He, mm. he was died, he resurrected, yeah. and then he ascended back into heaven. The entire universe was waiting for him. Yes. And if you think yesterday was a big big deal with, with um, our Queen Elizabeth, that's nothing and what's already happened in heaven. And I can tell you, when we get up there, when we get up there, the welcome we get is going to be so much more than what we saw yesterday with all its pageantry and royalty and aplomb. But it was beautiful, and Mm. it was a beautiful send-off. Hey, this day in history. Yes. 1187. Ever heard of Saladin? Nope. Hunty. Maybe I have. Saladin was the greatest Muslim warrior leader possibly in the history of the world. Have you ever heard of a movie called The Kingdom of Heaven on the fall of Jerusalem? Based based on some fact, well, Saladin, a Muslim leader, began the siege of Jerusalem in 1187. 1187. He took it out, and that was really the beginning of the spread of Islam in a very serious way in the Middle East. In 1870, here's one. Mm-hmm. Rome, the city of Rome, was incorporated into Italy. Before that, it used to belong to the Vatican. Wow. But in 1870, it was incorporated into the country of Italy. And the Vatican later on got a very, 1927 actually, got a very small enclave that they have now uh, as an independent. The Vatican, did you know the Vatican actually is seen as an in, independent country? Yeah, it's its own country. Yeah, it has its own passport. It's of state, and it's yeah, your passport, yeah. I'm not sure whether they have their own national anthem. That's, i that better chase that up. They have their own Swiss Guards. Here's one I found really interesting. In 1871, John Patterson died. Who's John Patterson? Didn't know who he was either. He spoke 23 languages. Listen to this quick story. In 1855, he went from London to New Zealand as a missionary. And he spent six years in New Zealand spreading the story of Jesus to the Maoris. But this is where it gets interesting. Then he goes up. He was an Anglican, Church of England, same as the Queen. Then he goes up to the Solomon Islands, and he was the first one to take the story of Jesus to Solomon Islands, somewhere you and I have both been, hunting. That's pretty cool. Loved it up in the Solomon Islands. Mm. And what he would do is he would go to the local villages, and he'd educate boys. But he, what he'd do to educate them is he'd take them out back to his school. He would educate them so they could read and write, and he'd talk to them about Christ, and they'd go back and share Jesus with their villages. But at the same time, there were these guys called Blackbirders. Have you ever heard of them coming out yep. of Australia? They would go up and they would actually steal the villagers, bring them back to Australia, and they'd work on the cane fields in northern Queensland. They were called indentured service, but not in, indentured servants. But in, for all intensive purposes, they were slaves. Oh dear! Now, because uh, this guy John Patterson would go in and yep. he would get the boys, and they would become educated, he got mixed up with the blackbirders. They thought he was a blackbirder, but he wasn't. He was just educating and sending back to the village. Mm. So he lands in in 1871. He lands in the island of Nukapu. Have you been there? No. I don't think I have either. And they thought he was a blackbirder. And he was martyred. The first missionary to the Solomon Islands, is martyred. And I would say that every Christian now, the entire Solomon Islands is pretty much Christian. Every Christian on those islands owes a debt of gratitude to John Patterson, the first missionary. For sure. 1904, Wilbur Wright made the first circular flight in an aeroplane, took one minute 16, he went around in a circle. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> 1934, Sophia Loren was born. Very famous actress. She's still alive? I don't know, but I remember my dad used to think she was very special. Yeah. Uh, 1974. What about this? You should know this one. Juan Pablo Montoya, uh, yes, oh, Formula One. Yeah, mm. he was born very well, hunting. 1977, after the Vietnam War, Vietnam finally admitted to the UN. Big deal for our Vietnamese friends. Uh, congratulations. 1984, The Cosby Show first aired. That's a show on TV we all grew up with. Great show, loved it. Yeah, things went bad for Cosby. Absolutely, later on. you can't love it now. I do. Uh, uh, um. In 2001, nine days after the 2011 terror attacks, George Bush declares war on terror, which was followed by the disastrous invasions of Afghanistan and Iraq. And in 2011, this is interesting, the United States lifted a ban on homosexuals serving in the US Armed Forces. And that... It wasn't so much a ban; it was that idea that uh, they were saying "don't ask, don't tell." Remember yep, that? I remember that? Yeah. But after 2011, that kind kind of disappeared. And I did miss one here. Can I give you one I missed? Yes, because I reckon it's important. Back in 1886, oh, the South African city of Johannesburg was founded. Huh? I would have thought it was older than that. Mm, So that was this day in history and we are just absolutely rapt that you're joining us We've got an hour and well it's not quite two hours and we're going to talk about Jesus Hey Hunty what is coming up today by the way? We've
2: got a couple of special guests We have got one of our uh, our favourite guests, Wayne Boehm Yep And we're one of the big bosses, Terry Johnson Well Wayne Boehm works with
1: us in media He does We love him He's an ally for us yeah, yeah we do and, love and Terry Johnson has been a friend of both yours and mine for a long time. He is the lead pastor of the church in Australia. Hunty, will you start with a prayer? I will, but first I want to give a plug for Ask the Aussie Pastor. Oh.
2: yes. Okay. so. Have, have you not got enough questions? No, well, I've got a few, but I was always like to have more. Okay. If you would like to ask the Aussie Pastor anything at all... You can, and we would love to hear from you. You can text or email your questions to us. The text number is 488 and the email address is info at aussiepastor.com, and now I'd be happy to pray. Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're very excited to come to you this afternoon, and I pray, Lord, that you will bless our listeners. I know what they're struggling with or what they're trying to achieve Lord I pray that you will be close to them Wrap your loving arms around them And bless them with their needs In your precious name Jesus I ask Amen You're
0: listening to the Aussie Pastor Here on Faith FM
1: This first song from my favourite Actually I have two very very special songs today hunty Yes, this, you do Yes, I do Very close to home They are And this mm. first one You can't get closer to home This is my wife Liska And she sang this song About ten days last, ago Yep, huh? last week So this is just recorded Whilst we were down in Warburton Yeah, it was yeah. She sang it at this uh, Series we had in Warburton I wanted you to hear uh, Liskies, Liska 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 <laughs> Sorry Liska If you're listening Liska <laughs> She does listen to you know <laughs> Yeah, no You're in trouble I want Her, her real name's May Liska, actually Correct I wanted you to hear Maliska sing this beautiful song about Jesus, who means so much to her. Without him,
4: without him, I. Could do nothing. Without him, I truly fail. Without him, I would be drifting like a ship without a sail. Turn Him away oh, Jesus My Jesus Without Him How lost I would be Without Him I would be dying Without Him i Without Him, life would be worthless But with Jesus, thank God, I am saved Jesus, oh Jesus, do you know Him today? Don't turn him away.
1: It's my beautiful wife. She can sing. I tell She's you, She's singing a beautiful song about a beautiful man, Jesus Christ. Mm. And uh, thank you, Liska for that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play a few more of her songs over the next few weeks because we got a few. You know who was, you know who was mixing that, Hunty? I painfully know who was mixing that. Who was that? Me. And the music. Do you know where that came from? I'm guessing Sam. Yeah. Mm. So Sam. Hunty and Liska, thank you.
2: But I was actually busy doing the video mix as well, as the sound mix. It's kind of two hands, you know, one each side of the mixes.
1: Hey, it's mixed beautifully, man. <laughs> it could be better. Oh, only you could know that. Uh, mm. Hunty is actually a sound engineer and one of the very best I know, if not the best. I'll pay you yeah. later. No, nah, you are. You're fantastic. Uh, and he's, he's good at what he does. In fact, uh, he hasn't had a day off for 20 days. Eh. I'm looking forward to Thursday. I could say you had Sunday off, only you were driving a thousand k's of a caravan on the back of your After car. After packing
2: up the gear Saturday night till yeah, midnight. That's right.
1: <laughs> no, 10 o'clock,
2: let's not exaggerate. I said the gear. I then moved to the caravan park and then I repacked <laughs> some of the gear. <laughs> Actually, the
1: crazy man left the caravan park in, in, in Warburton. And then I on, headed
2: yep, to halfway into the central
1: loop Kim
2: Highway. Why did you do that? I just don't like towing the caravan through... School holiday traffic in there, school holidays just started. Plus, I was in the caravan park, and if you know what happens Sunday morning in the caravan park, everybody who can't tow a caravan pulls their car up, hooks it in front of the caravan... And tries to line it up, and and sometimes you can be an hour or two snooking it in the caravan park with a dozen caravans in various sideways, backwards angles. It's I, I, hilarious to I've watch. Ne-
1: I've never towed a caravan, and I, I I don't think I ever will because I'm a bit worried when I retire. Hunty wants me to get a caravan and go around Australia. Yeah, you'll be him. you'll be fine. Join nah, me as a grey nomad. I, I, I will. I will. But it's going to be in a tiny little uh, motorhome. motorhome. Yeah, mate. yeah. Both are good. I've had a motorhome with a. A nice little motorcycle on the back there. There you're talking. Put my missus on and we can take off and have a fun. scooter or a traily? Scooter.
2: A sc- I mean, a scooter. Because
1: I'm getting old. You can't get your leg up over a trail bike <laughs> once you get over <laughs> 70. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Hey, um. News time. It is news time. Mm. Biden will defend Taiwan against China. Now, I'll tell you why that's a big move from Biden. America, since 1979, when they swapped allegiance, or not allegiance, but they swapped uh, relationships from Taiwan to China, so they no longer um, recognised Taiwan, but won China. Um, they've been very ambivalent about if China attacked Taiwan, whether or not they would defend Taiwan. Well, this week, Biden on 60 Minutes, American 60 Minutes, made it very clear they would. Mm. And if America got into a shindig with China, I don't think that would go well for Australia because we'd be expected to fight that war. We would. And again, I think, you know, I was just thinking again, here you've got two great, big, powerful nations posturing against each other. And, Hunty, it's dangerous. The Mm. Mm. Ukraine-Russia war, because one of the protagonists has nuclear weapons, is dangerous. Yep. But when you've got China and the United States both got nuclear weapons, could destroy the world many times over. You can't begin to comprehend how dangerous that is for the planet. I mean, if you look how close Russia got to sticking
2: a bomb into a nuclear power plant, one of the largest in the world, in the Ukraine, it, they're mad people behind the controls.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I well, you hope they're not mad. Actually. You hope.
2: You hope, but they, the. the, the there's massive rockets in the in the factory, the nuclear factory. You can see it. Anyway. Lucky it didn't set it all
1: off. I also wasn't actually listening properly to that last sentence of yours. <laughs> it's bit, My, my, my wife just sent me a text message and I come <laughs> back and you were saying mad people and going, uh-oh, uh-oh, what, what, okay, what? Let me, let me
2: restate it. The, 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 all the players in the fights aren't necessarily smart. Yeah, somewhere down the well. If you were smart, you wouldn't go to war. But somewhere down the trail, down the ranks, into the lower ranks, you're people that aren't that smart.
1: Well, when it comes to nuclear weapons, both Russia, America, and China, you can't let those things off without direct mm, intervention from the president.
2: But somebody decided to put a, a missile into the nuclear power plant in the Ukraine. Yes, and and that's not smart. No. They that's, did. That's my
1: point. <laughs> uh, sigh, relief. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hunt is my loose uh, cannon. cannon. I'm, I'm, I'm the one you should worry about. Down, nah, down not, the not, ranks. Not really. Weapons. Yeah, not really. Uh, what about this one? I thought you'd find this interesting. Um, in the next few weeks, Air New Zealand is going to gazump Qantas. Mm. I'm not very happy with Qantas at the moment. You go to the is. Air, You go Who to the is. airport, and you wait for hours to get on one of their planes, whether it's Jetstar or Qantas, and then you can't guarantee the thing's going to go. If you're on Jetstar, you're in Bali, and they don't even bother to bring you home. I, I think, I think you know, Qantas really needs to lift their game. We expect more from the national airline, but Air New Zealand is going to fly non-stop from Auckland to New York. Yeah, that's very cool. I think it's nineteen hours. Now Qantas is also going to do the same thing. Yep. But you'll go to Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane, Auckland, and then to New York. But Air New Zealand's jumped really? them and gone in early. Right. And this was my question because you are a world traveler. I am not. You are. In fact, I do not like traveling, and I do not like planes. Hunty, we've had some. Mm. Incidences we've, with, we've with had some with me on planes, haven't mm, we? We've had some pretty shabby trips. <laughs> I remember we were going from have we told this story on Radio Hunty? Oh, the, the time they we turned were the temperature up from on us. Jordan to Oh yeah, this wh- is a ripper. Where we were going, Jordan to um I'm trying to remember the place. Yes, you can't, can't you can't remember. somewhere like Dubai. Yes. Qatar. Qatar There you go. It was it was Jordan to Qatar. And they turned the heat up on us and it was a very f- And we sat on the tarmac. Ah. on a hot day with the heaters on. No, it didn't bother me on the tarmac when we got up in the air, 30,000 feet in the air and the heat's on and you looked at me and I looked at you and it's one of the few times I've actually made a complaint to the flight attendant.
2: I, I might be a little bit guilty there. Because <laughs> I remember saying to you, boy, it's hot in here, isn't it, Lloyd? <laughs> and I watched your swell trigger and I looked at your gas bigger than I thought. Oh, you're getting a bit claustrophobic. And I said you going to survive this, mate? <laughs> Within 10 seconds, I'd made a complaint. <laughs> a couple of pokes, and the guy was up getting the temperature fixed,
1: uh, and all the passengers applauded. Yeah, they did. They did. One of the few times I've made a stand
2: on a plane. Yep. Um,
1: what's the longest you've ever been on a plane?
2: Oh, I had a terrible trip to um, oh, uh, South Africa. Durban. had a terrible trip to Durban. It's a 16 or 18-hour flight, as it is, and Durban was rained out, so we had – no, sorry – Oh, what's the capital of South Africa? Johannesburg. I was going We're to South.
1: We just talked about I Johannesburg. I was going to
2: Johannesburg, and it was the airport was close. They had to go to Durban. Now Durban's airport's not quite big enough to land comfortably a seven four seven, but I was on a seven four seven, and when we landed and stopped, we looked out, and there was a fence to the farm next to the airport. I thought, wow, he's used the whole runway. Anyway, we did the sixteen or eighteen hour flight, and then we sat there on the tarmac for four hours, Ooh. and a lot of people on the plane lived in Durban and were flying to Johannesburg and then going through to Durban, yep. they weren't allowed to get off. Oh. And that was unrest big time. And then the plane took off finally and went back to Johannesburg. Hey. And those poor people had to then fly back to Durban.
1: Did you get claustrophobic sitting in the plane? Look. Because I've often wondered that about myself. I think I would.
2: You're really going to ruin my story now? Yeah. Yeah only time in my entire life I got bumped to first class, I was upstairs, and I could hear them screaming downstairs and riding.
1: This, I'm not even going to talk about that now. First class. <laughs> lost interest? Yep, complete, completely lost interest. I've never <laughs> even been bumped up to business class, and when I say I haven't travelled, that's not entirely true. I've done more travel than I ever want to. I don't care if I never get on a plane again. This one worried me a bit. Celtics, boo the Queen. Yeah. I like Celtics. Um, because they've got a Aussie coach. I can't say his name properly, but he's a famous Aussie coach. But when I heard them boo the Queen, that, that bothered me a bit. And it, look, it bothers me when I see disrespect towards our leaders. And the Bible encourages, whether you support your leader, your, the leaders of your nation, or your Queen or King, or not, we need to show them Respect and it bothers me that we live in a world where disrespect is becoming the norm. Mm. But I will say this. I did a little bit of investigation on it. The Celtics come from Ireland and the Irish have fought some fairly savage wars for independence against England. And so there kind of is some, okay, there's some backdrop for that. The the Celtics are a team that was launched around the Irish who had moved to Scotland. So I, I do understand. There's a little bit of tension there. Um, but I do still think that we need to, as a people, and I, you know, I I don't always like who we've got as prime minister or who is the state premier, or we've all got our own political leanings and our ideas. But I think no matter who is the leader, we need to show respect. Yes. So I was a bit, I was a bit disappointed in that. But it reminded me again, you know, when you look at the wars between or the threat of war between these major nations, when you look at technology advancing to the point where we can fly non-stop between Auckland and New York, will we ever fly non-stop between Sydney and New York? I think so.
2: Yeah, and Qantas has done tests to London as well. Yeah,
1: and the Bible says that technology will explode just before Jesus comes. Hmm. And then, I, I don't like to say it like this, but when you look at the disrespect, to parents and to governments and authority, to everybody. Mm. Mm. These things kind of tell us that things are wrapping up in this earth and soon we will see Jesus come.
0: You're listening to the Aussie Pastor here on Faith FM. Hide me rock of
1: ages from Gold City. This song is a beauty.
5: My face, I see. My face, I see. And-
1: I'm here, mate. G'day! It's good to have you on
6: board today, Wayne Boehm. He is our roving reporter today. Where are you, mate? mate? I am up in sunny Queensland today, and I tell you what, there's not too many places that are better than this. It's it's a delightful day. It's been a fantastic week up here. So, it is, um, so it is good weather up there. I'd, I'd say today it's coming up high high twenties, so just delightful after some of the dreary <laughs> weather we've had down south. Oh
1: yeah, we've had a miserable winter. Hey, look, before we get into it, because you are a roving reporter, um, tell us, just remind us for our listeners. Sometimes we might have new listeners and they haven't heard you before.
6: What do you do for a job? So, I look after Hope Channel, which is a global broadcasting um, television station for the Adventist Church. Um, so, I look after the the South Pacific region um, here based in Sydney, Australia.
1: That would be an exciting job, actually.
6: It is. It's taken me some incredible places and, um, yeah, it was a very steep learning curve at the start <laughs> when I first took on the role, but, um, yeah, now it's just, I, I guess, still a lot to learn, but... Um, Yeah, the places it takes you, the people you meet, it's just a delightful... You're a uh,
1: television executive.
6: That sounds a bit rich, doesn't it?
1: You are, though, aren't you? though. (laughs) You're a television (laughs) executive. Hey, before we get into this, because I want to talk about where you are and what you're doing, because I I like where you are. I'm a Queensland boy, of course, I like where you are. But I I like what you're doing and where you are because it's exciting. But before we get into that, Hope Channel, is that basically in Australia now an online television station?
6: Look, we've got some significant changes coming up in Hope Channel in March next year. The satellite we're currently broadcasting on is being decommissioned. Um, so that's, yeah, I guess a few challenges for us in that at the moment. That means right? it's going to crash into the sea. Is that right? Well, it's going to go somewhere <laughs> off into the wild blue yonder. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah, where. Okay, yep. But, um, look, if our listeners want to catch in and watch Hope Channel, they can download the Hope Channel app, go to the, to the App Store or Google Play Store, and they can uh, download the Hope Channel app and watch it on their phone or their device. Um, And we're looking at, in the next little while, updating our Samsung TV and some of our smart TV apps so that people can watch it on their smart TV. It's also available on Apple TV. Yep. So just search for Hope Channel and um, download it, and you can watch Christian television.
1: Yeah, and good television it is too.
6: I've got to say that because we're on it. Hey, mate, where are you? I am in a place called Dacabit which is in um, just north of Brisbane, at a convention. And um, usually each year I come up here about this time of the year and join upwards, get this, of around 8,000 other people here for a Christian convention. And um, this year numbers are a little bit off due to COVID, but um, it's still a, an absolute joy to be up here.
1: When um, a Christian convention, what, what, is, what are you talking about? What, you're in a
6: big it, convention centre and what, what are you doing? So, it's a, um, uh, a large, I don't know how many acres we'd be on, 60, 30 acres, and there's, there's tents that people um, will live in for the, for the week. So, it's a week-long meeting. Starts uh, on a Thursday or Friday night? Starts on a Friday night. And goes to the following? It goes to the following Saturday night.
1: And so, you're getting a whole lot of people, what, in tents? Are they in caravans?
6: yeah motorhomes caravans motorhomes they they come in they park them on on site and um so it's like a big yeah. caravan park is that what you're saying yeah yep yeah. and then mixed in with that you have some massive tents um some massive sheds of where um age specific meetings take place and so you know, from your younger kids say um uh you know 4 and 5 there's a specific Meeting for them and, and kids' activities uh, right through to uh, juniors, your teens and youth specific um, tents for them right up to your adults and um, the tent I was in actually last night probably I think holds around and this will um, be an insight for you for your listeners around two thousand people that's how large this the large tent is is that the biggest I, tent there I, yeah that's the biggest tent here.
1: Actually, that uh, that could well be, now I, I might be mistaken, that could well be the biggest
6: tent in Australia. Yeah, yeah, no, it could be. So um,
1: on, on a Saturday, because the Saturdays would be the big days because Seventh-day Adventists, this is Seventh-day Adventist camp meeting convention. How many people would be in that big tent? It would be more than 2,000, wouldn't it? Even though it fits 2,000, they're kind of spilling out the sides. Is that right?
6: Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a, a big canvas, you know, big top and um, Is it eight poles, ten poles, something like that, isn't I it? Think it's, yeah, I think it's around eight. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it is just a, a sight to behold. I was just looking through some of the stats here. So there's five huge tents like that, but that's the largest one. Yep. There are 500 smaller uh, tents that people will, can hire out and use that as their base for the week.
1: So they can sleep in them and live in them. And, do yep. they have electricity I mean, in them or are they completely... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, uh, so you've got lights and electricity, but yeah. still pretty basic, isn't it? Yeah. And you'd, yep. and you'd go and shower and toilet in a, what, in a, just the same as you would in a caravan park?
6: Yeah, no, exactly right. Do the showers uh, get cold? No, I haven't had a cold one yet. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Maybe I'm up too early. But, uh, you know, this, the, the history of these, they were talking about the first camp meeting that took place up here in Queensland, dates back to 1898. Wow. So there's a, a huge, long history of camping uh, not just in queensland like this but usually every state across australia has a camp meeting like this
1: except um, for us here in poor old sydney yeah we, it, we don't have them and i'm very sad about it too because yeah, it used me to, too and you're at my home camp man that's where i come yeah. from so you're my home camp meeting wish i could be there with you and what do you did you want to tell us any more about
6: the history or is that it Look, that um, they, they were just sharing the other night. That's you know dating right back to the um, late eighteen hundreds. Um, they've only missed a handful of camp meetings since that time. Yep. So year after year after year. Um, they've run them, and obviously in the last two years, we haven't been able to run them due to COVID. Yeah. And, you know, numbers are, again, a little bit off because of that this year. But, you know, still a good number of people have come out. And um, I was actually just looking through in the afternoons, it's sort of like a, um, you know, there are messages that are spoken in the, the camp meetings, biblical, good, strong, biblical messages that are spoken in the uh, the tents. There's, there's workshops and seminars that are, you know, are there as well. I was actually just looking through the list of uh, workshops. Um, there's there's workshops on health and fitness. Now, some of these would get you you and Auntie out of bed really early in the morning. Um, so they're starting at 6 o'clock uh, in the morning for earlier fitness. But then you go through, I'm looking at another one here, dementia awareness. Um, that's a, another one. Um, a prayer workshop. Um, disaster, being disaster uh, resilient churches.
1: That might be a good one for me to go to with the year
6: we've had. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, well, we a year that that many people have had yeah. on their own. Um, there's ones on on more um, well, prayer. Yeah, uh, looking at the the sanctuary, um, which is a Bible doctrine. So what you're saying
1: which, is uh, you can go and look at you, you can go to different meetings that have an emphasis on different stuff, which is really yeah. interesting
6: and learn. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's one, ones run here by Faith FM. Um, ah, that's with, who we're on today. That's right. Is Faith, so, if,
1: is Faith FM actually running there at Big Camp?
6: We actually did with the breakfast show. I was on the breakfast show yesterday with Lyle. Yep. Um, coming uh, live from the, the campground here. So, Oh,
1: hunty, we should have done that. Where's our budget, man? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm not joking, man. We should have gone up there. Hey, hey is you, it Watson you, Park? Yeah. Is it Old Gimpy Road, Dakabin? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get you to do the address in a minute. Okay, no, sure. Um, we should have gone up there and done it from your... Haven't you got a booth there for Hope Television? Uh We do. We Seri- do I'm serious. Next year we're going to do that, Wayne. Well, if we've got I, a
6: booth here as well. If
1: I, If they haven't thrown Hunty and me off the radio, <laughs> right, <man>. next year, <laughs> yep. I'm serious. Let's go up there, Hunty, yep. and let's do our program, our show, live from the campground. Done. I like that a lot. That's a great idea. Yeah, in
5: fact, no, if we great. had
1: time, I'll get in the car and go now. Okay, so so during the day, people go to all these different meetings. Is, is, is that what you're saying?
6: Yeah, yeah. How many uh, meetings a day? Are you going to get meeting doubt? Oh, look, there's a. It's a fairly tight schedule, and look for all the different age groups. Um, my my son Jacob is helping out in the juniors. So the juniors goes from um, that'd be what ten to nine
3: through
1: yeah
6: nine 12 to twelve well. yeah. And, um, you know, they've got early morning um, meetings, they've got some um, activities, morning activities, games and so forth. Um, they've got, they'll have got they be out again this afternoon down at the water park, I think. They're heading out to um, splash around in the water and then they'll come back for a um, tea together and then an evening meeting together. Um, so it's all about, you know, helping our young people, helping those that attend form good values, good, strong biblical values. And so, you know, it is a a um a good meeting, a good um good one for families to to come and attend and you know grow together, not just as a family, but grow together spiritually. Why do people come to camp meeting? Well, I think there's probably a number of reasons. One, the quality of speakers, the main the the main speakers that um, and the workshops that are here. Two I think catching up with, with friends yeah. and meeting new friends, that they haven't been able to do that for a yeah, you know, they may not have seen them for either a couple of years due to COVID, or they may not have seen them for, you know, they're living in different parts of the uh, of Queensland. In fact, I was looking through before there are people at this camp come from um, south of Rockhampton out to Longreach, then down to the Gold Coast. So it covers a, a large territory, and so for people coming together to camp, there's there's people meeting um, that they haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun to me. It is. It is. Look, this one for me this this year um, has been particularly um, good. So I've been, been thankful for that. Bit of noise happening in the background. Not sure if you can hear that, but you oh, know, these are some of the young kids that come along.
1: Hunty doesn't worry about that. Nah, it's all good. Um, one last question. This camp meeting, it's on right now. It's on until Saturday. Can anyone at all rock up and have a look at this camp meeting? So if you're a yeah. Bruzzo, or if you're a Queenslander and you're somewhere around Dacobin and Cloundwood, I'll get Hunty to give the address, the real address in a moment. Can anyone just turn up, say, on a Saturday morning and experience, just walk on in, park your car and experience it for yourself? Is it open to the public?
6: I believe it is. Um, again, with COVID, there's probably maybe a, a registration process just to make sure that um, we're following the proper COVID procedures, but certainly open to the public. Um, to be able to come in and, and visit
1: So if you're in Brisbane I want to really encourage you And you listen to Faith FM And you've never been to a camp meeting This one's my home camp meeting I highly recommend it It is. This is where I grew up This is where I went to camp This is where I first I reckon, Hunty, this is where I first met you Cause you know no, what, reckon, you, you know reckon. what used to happen, don't you Wayne? Oh, there no, we go. Hunty <laughs> would get in his panel van on Friday afternoon and he'd drive, so he'd finish work, what, at lunchtime, yep, Hunty? Yep. And he'd drive non-stop <laughs> both weekends. That's if he wasn't up there in the first place doing something. No, anyway. it wasn't non-stop till midnight. <laughs> yep. All the way to our camp meeting. Guess what? He'd come up. To help with the sound and the lighting and the technology, he was chasing our Queensland girls, mate. Hey, <laughs> that's what he was doing. And us Queensland boys, we were on to you. You're, back let, then, you're letting the truth get in the way of my story. Bottom line is, actually, when it comes to young people, a lot of young people meet their husbands or wives at camp meeting. Can I say that, yeah. uh, Wayne? Yeah. It's
6: true. Yeah, no, it is.
1: Did you meet yeah. your wife at a camp meeting? No, I met her at Avondale College. That's number two, isn't it? Camp meeting number yeah. one, Avondale College University yeah. number two.
6: Um, you, you've blown Hunty's cover now. Oh,
1: dear. <laughs> I enjoy blowing his cover. Okay, Hunty, okay, okay, so you want to go to the camp meeting? Yeah, if you want to watch online, uh,
2: oh, you can go to Facebook. That's very fast. Yeah, it's facebook.com forward slash big camp, or you can just search for Big Camp South Queensland Conference. That's the SDA Big Camp Facebook page. So, one more time, Facebook.com forward slash big camp SQ. And sq. you're to go in there in person and go take a look at the place... That's what
1: I reckon you should do. If you're in Queensland, mm. if you're in Brisbane, especially Sunshine Coast, yep. even Gold Coast, yep. far out to Toowoomba or even Dolby, go check this place yep. out. Yeah, uh, it's Watson Park Convention
2: Centre and it's a, it's a huge, absolutely huge estate off Old Gimpy Road, 337 to be exact... Old Gimpy Road, Dacabin, Queensland. I don't know how to say it. Dakabin or Yeah,
1: Dacobin. Dacobin. No, Dacobin. Good. Dacobin. That's from a Queensland boy. It's Dacobin. It used to be Caboolture. I thought
2: it was Kalanga.
1: No, that's right. It used to be Kalanga. Thank you,
2: <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm from the south of Brisbane, man, not from the north. It is Kalanga. Yeah, I reckon it is still Kalanga. I, I always call
6: it Kalanga. Yeah, yeah. Good hey, hun- well, um, old accent there, hunty. <laughs> of course. Got to slow it all up. Hey, Wayne, have a good time. Thanks, buddy. Really well, and uh, look forward to giving another report after Cam.
0: Yes, thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. See ya mate. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. You're listening to the Aussie Pasta here on Faith FM. You know, sometimes
1: I exaggerate, hunty. Uh-huh. I, I know that. Uh-huh. It's, it's part of my nature. one too. But I wasn't exaggerating, and I want our listeners to know listen I was not exaggerating when I said Hunter used to come up, oh, here we go. chasing our Queensland girls.
2: Get a bigger hammer, drive that nail further into the timber. <laughs>
1: he had a panel van. What colour was that panel
2: van? It Was blue, a blue. But I used to say even back then, I used to say windows, no curtains.
1: Blue, blue Holden panel van. Mate, back uh, then, that
2: back then that was a status symbol. Back then.
1: No hot. Mate, what you didn't realise is when you came up there, you are going straight into Ford Territory. We weren't interested in your crummy old slowpoke 253 Holden uh, paddle van. Oh, five it a, litre. It was a 308. well 400 The 308 wasn't much, much better, but anyway. <laughs> three, five, one guess the thing was. is, at those camp meetings when we were young, we got opportunity to know Jesus. That's it. Every single camp meeting we went. Now I can't say that I grabbed him straight away, but we got opportunity to know Jesus. And if you are in Brisbane and you or somewhere close, go to camp meeting this weekend. This weekend you'll love it, Hunty. Yep, parents, we're gonna let
2: me tell you. Okay, that if you can send your kids to camp meeting. Did you know that I think it's as high as 85% of our kids make a decision to follow Jesus whilst mm. they're at camp meeting? It's a very worthy place to be.
1: And it doesn't matter if you're not an Adventist, even if you're not a Christian, camp meeting is for the public. Did you know that, Hunty? Yes. It's not just for Adventists. Right. It's for everybody. And you're going to hear great singing, good preaching. Anyway, we're running out of time. We aren't are. We? Let's get moving. Yeah, Step Into the Water, Ernie Haas and Signature Sound. Wow.
5: Step into the water Way a little bit deeper With your feet in the water Of his love Step into the water we out a little bit deeper Come to angels singing praises to the Lamb of God It's time oh, we, the people, stand up for what is right It's time we square our shoulders back and I raise our swords to fight For the Bible is my weapon and the Spirit is my shield it these Morrist members to be workers in the field, yeah. Oh, step into the water, wait out a little bit deeper. Wet deeper. With your feet in the water of His Oh, step into the water, wait out a little bit deeper. Little deeper. Come join angels singing praises to, to the Lamb of God. God. To the Lamb of God victory for a Christian who walks the narrow way For well, there's been a prize appointed for the soul who does not pray I want to live with Jesus be all that I should be so I can rest with him forever live eternally shift into the water out a little bit deep a love oh, Step into the water Away out a little bit deeper Come join an angels singing praises To the Lamb of God To the Lamb of God yeah. Step into the water Way out a little bit a deeper little. Cause it's to the level Come on children step into the water children.
1: Come on children the step into the water Come on children the step into the water children. That's only Hassan's signature sound yeah, one Love of it Yeah, they're one of my favourite groups They're a um, quartet And there's a lot of really good quartets going around in Christian music at the moment. Let's do a Bible study, Hunty. All right. If you've got your Bible, if you're at home, open to Matthew chapter 8. This is a two-part Bible study, part one this week, part two next week. Same story, but from different books this week. We're looking at it from the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 8. We were in Israel, Hunty, a few years ago, 2019. We went to the exact spot this happened. That was an amazing trip. Do you remember... When we drove right around the Lake of Galilee. Yes. Do you remember when we got to the other side? And when we got to the other side... There was a sign that said "mines," yes, and you thought they were mines that people dug in I the ground. They were empty shafts for
2: gold mining or something. <laughs> yeah. I still enjoy. Still, usually <laughs> pleasure to laugh at that, doesn't it? it? Does. Listeners, if you could see his face right this very second, <laughs> so much pleasure. He was
1: saying, "Oh, there must be mine shafts. We better be careful walking there. We might fall down a, a mine shaft." It, it, they were actually mines from landmines, war bombs. Yes, from when they fought mm-hmm. the, the Syrians, actually, up there in the Golan Heights. Yes. Well, when we're on the other side, Hunty, that's where this story happened. Right. It's a good one. Let's get into it. Matthew chapter 8, verse 28. I love these stories when I come I've got it in them. NLT. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Okay. When Jesus arrived on the other side
2: of the lake in the region of the Gadarenes. Yeah, that's it. Good, good. Two men who were possessed by demons met him. They came out of the tombs and was so violent that no one could go through that area.
1: Have you ever seen anyone demon possessed? Not really badly, just maybe no, a little bit. not me either. I've I've come along after the event. I've heard
2: I've heard someone on that end of a phone going off.
1: Yeah. Demon possession in Western culture is not something we talk about. And there's there's a lot of people in Western culture will say, oh, it doesn't exist, it's, it's in your imagination. But it does, it does.
2: I, I got a phone call from a friend of mine, very concerned that, that their child had been possessed by a demon. And I could hear the screaming and the banging and the, the punching of holes in the walls. And I said to my friend, I said, well, look, let's pray because... If this is uh, at all related to a demon, let's bring in the highest power there is. So we prayed. The very second we said "Amen," the the child that was banging around in the room like a crazy Tasmanian tiger was silent. And so, from that, we did. I deduced perhaps there was some.
1: That's uh, hard to say.
2: Uh, that would be coincidence. Yeah. You don't often see children, right? It's a teenager. Teenager, yeah,
1: possibly. Mm. I know that. Um we have this we have these natural defences against demons as yep. human beings. God divide he He creates us with these natural defences. So a demon can't just come along and go straight into you. You gotta get yourself involved in the sort of behavior that can open your mind to demons. There's three areas, hunty, that I've seen in my ministry where people have troubles with demons. What are they? Um Drugs, yes. for sure. Yes. That includes alcohol or just drugs? If you're blind, yeah, for sure. Yep. Okay. Um, drugs. I've seen demons come and harass people on drugs. Yep. Um, actually, there's four areas. Yeah, I was just thinking of another one, maybe. Sexual promiscuity. Right. If you sleep with someone who has a demon, that can be a real problem. Okay. Uh, in fact, I notice at the moment that in Australia and the United States... Uh, venereal disease is running rampant at the moment. They're really, really worried. Um, and, and the best, the best way to tackle that is just to be faithful to your wife. And if you're single, don't, and I know it's not the way our culture works, but just don't do that stuff. Wait until you're married and the person that you're going to sleep with, you've made a commitment to them. For life And and you're clean And they're clean And you both know it I mean So sexual promiscuity Definitely If someone That you sleep with Is fooling around With demons Can jump across Another one is Music Music yeah, is a powerful thing That's what I was wondering And it It kind of Um
2: bypasses your frontal lobe, yeah, I've it, heard, it, and gets in. It.
1: And if, if the musicians are into demon-possessed stuff, it definitely can spread around. The other one I was thinking about, so there are four that I know of, mm-hmm. and there's more, of course, but um, if you're fooling around with that stuff, Ouija boards, tarot yeah, cards, yeah. going to witches or soothsayers, and I know this is not real popular, but that's why I was so pretty much against... The movie Harry series Potter. Harry Potter and that stuff, the, this stuff, and people scoff at me, but they don't know. Um, Harry Potter and that, the, the in that movie series, they're using real incantations and and spells, and this stuff is real. Yeah, and demons are there, and they do possess people, and they possess people in twenty first century two thousand twenty two Australia. They do do it. But you've got to remember that you are created with these natural defences by God against demon possession. And so for you to experience demon possession, you have to have done something that's opened yourself up to it. Mm. If that kid that you're talking about was demon possessed, then he or she must have been fooling around.
2: I actually just remembered another time where I certainly had... A meeting with a demon that was in Africa in in yeah Zay- yeah
1: you're gonna see it there mm-hmm. I, I did see it in Papua New Guinea myself mm, I I um, actually had had it up close it's a counter. funny thing when I was in Fiji um, and I went to the firewalkers when you follow Jesus your hackles on the back of your neck go up yep when you get in the presence of these things and these two dudes without go- well, let's let's keep moving these okay, these two up. guys were in the tombstone so they're homeless they land on the jesus lands on the beach with his disciples and by the way on the way across there's a storm that almost sunk the boat so satan is trying to stop jesus getting here when jesus is coming for you though not even a storm will stop the boat what happens verse 29 auntie okay 29
2: they began screaming at him why are you interfering with us son of god That's interesting. Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time? Well,
1: before we go any further, I'm interested in what you found interesting there.
2: How did the demons know he was the son of God? Well, because he created them. They recognized who
1: Jesus was. There you go. Isn't isn't that interesting? Ah. Ah. They knew who he was. Don't you worry. Ah. This is the one who fought against Lucifer in heaven and tossed them out. They knew exactly who he was. He turns up. They possess these two men. So it's not these men speaking now; it's the demons crying out of them. It's pretty scary stuff when you see this sort of thing happening, Hunty. Mm. But you're about to see. The power of Jesus And this is the point of this little story And why I'm going to go back there next week Jesus is powerful He is more powerful than the demons If you ever get afflicted by them If they ever bother you If you feel like they're in your house You don't need to call a priest around for uh, exorcism That stuff doesn't work anyway You just need to get on your knees Cry out for Jesus And I always cry out for Jesus uh, This is how I do it, honey I say, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Nazareth Yeah that's the way to Does do, that make sense That's the way to do it That's how I yeah. do it uh, Okay what yeah. happens Hunty So so these guys they're, they're crazy They run down the beach um, Interestingly when we Look at the story Next week The disciples They cartwheel For the for the boat And leave Jesus There standing alone <laughs> With these two Lunatic Demon possessed So what happens Okay so verse, verse 30 Verse
2: 30, 30 Thanks There happened to be A large herd of pigs Feeding in the distance So the demons begged, if you cast us out, send us into that herd of pigs. Pigs. All right, go. Jesus commanded them. So the demons came out of the men and entered the pigs, and the whole herd plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. Pretty sad for the
1: pigs, really. Why would the demons want to go into the pigs? Well, I want to... um Leave that with our listeners and I'm going to answer that next week because okay. it's, it's time we started to challenge the, yes, the, the intellect of our I listeners. can give you the, I, I do know the answer to that, but remember it wasn't Jesus who said they were going to go into the pigs. The demons asked if they go and Jesus said, yeah, all right, you head off into the pigs, but get out of these men. Can I, can I just bring one point up here about yeah. that though? Yeah. We're living in a world where the, uh, naturalist movement is gaining a lot of traction. Now, there's nothing wrong with the animal rights movement and, and all these different movements that we see, Hunty, around about that say, and I, I'm, a, I'm a lover of animals. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty much, as you know, Hunty, a vegan. Man, mm, mm. since uh, our doctor, here's, what was his name? With Ramirez. His, Ramirez was with us two or three weeks ago. I hardly eat, no, that's not true, I eat two eggs a week. On Sunday morning, Liska gave me two eggs and I said, because that's what I ate on the way back with some bread in the car from Warburton to Sydney. I said, my, uh, there's my two eggs. I'm done for the week. But here's the thing. Human beings, and I, I applaud the vegans and all the rest of it out there who don't like to see animals killed, like to treat our animals correctly and properly and gently. And I'm all into that. You know, I am, Hunty. Yes. No one loves his dog more than me i struggle with the cat but i love the dog <laughs> yep. and i did save the cat for the from the dog so i'm not completely against the cat it's but true. here's a point human beings are always more important than animals yes and that's a jesus fact humans you matter animals matter to him too he sees the sparrow he says i see the sparrow when it falls out of the sky so he loves these animals that he created too But human beings are why he came Human beings are who he died for And human beings are who he came to save So so here you've got Jesus saves these men Keep going,
2: honey Verse right. 33. 33 Okay, the herdsmen fled to the nearby town Telling everyone what happened To the demon-possessed men Then the entire town came out to meet Jesus but they begged him to go away and leave them alone.
1: When Jesus does something for you, hunty, yep. When he saves you from something big, yep. Don't expect, don't expect your neighbours and friends to like it. One, they don't know him. Two, they don't understand. And three, it scares them. You get that? Right. These guys have had something tremendous. I mean, for years, this town had been watching these two demon-possessed men in this cemetery. No one would go down there because these guys were crazy. Jesus heals them. This is a huge miracle. But there's no rejoicing because they lost their pigs why did Jesus allow the pigs to go, Yes, the demons to go, the pigs were going to answer that next okay. week. But I want you to think about it. And we'll, we'll, I promise you, hunty, we'll return to this next week because we're going to look at the same story next week. But the point I want you to get out of this story yep. was one, demon possession is dangerous. Mucking around with the demons. Ouija boards, soothsayers, reading the stars, any anything like that, visiting witches, watching movies and television with this sort of uh, occultic stuff in it. Um, listening to music where you know the guys are in demon possessed sort of stuff is dangerous. Stay away from it. But if you get caught, Jesus will come. He will rescue you. He is more powerful. He loves you. He will rescue you if For you sure. call on His name. For sure. And as simple as saying "Jesus of Nazareth, save me." And if you can't, I'm going to tell you a story next week, Hunty. Yep. If you can't get it out. If you can't speak because sometimes the demons will bind you from speaking, you cry it in your mind, Jesus reads your mind, he will come, he will rescue you, and that's the sort of God I
0: want to serve. Love him. You're listening to the Aussie Pastor here on Faith FM.
1: And I want to tell that story on the mountain to anybody who will listen to me. (laughs) We're going back to this story next week, honey, because it's just so, so how? Well, I've got so many questions, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can line them up, and if you've got a question online yes. listening, you can get in contact with us, Hunty. Absolutely. You can
2: text them or email them to us, and the text address is, text number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight five one. or you can email your questions to us, info at
1: com. Let's listen to Fountain View Academy sing Go Tell the Mountain.
4: Foothills hills of sorrow looking up from the valley of fear you can see doubt off in the distance and you're about to lose heart right here but don't ever give in don't ever give up god is with you
3: Oh
1: Those kids know how to sing, Hunty. For sure. I've always enjoyed it. Now, I'm going to do a little interview on you, Andrew. Hunt. oh Without warning.
2: Okay, that sounds like fun. For the last
1: 17, 18 days, where have you been? I've been in, in Warburton, Warburton, Victoria. Where is Warburton?
2: It's uh, just out in the outskirts of Melbourne. Okay. Up in the Dandenongs, up in the Yarra Valley. Uh, is,
1: are they the Dandenong Ranges, are they? I think so. Up towards Mount Donobuane. Yes, okay. Now... I went down there too. I actually got down there a few hours before you because Hunty was towing a caravan. I was just in the car. <laughs> we've been down there for 18 days. What were we doing there, mate? So we get, we turn up to Warburton and we do the, I think, is this the first time we've ever done a program like this, Hunty? No, it's but it is one of the few
2: times we have together. We're, we
1: I don't reckon we've ever done one like
2: this. You before. took over a program in Sydney that another
1: guy started, and you and I ended up. Oh, after a yeah, yeah. But that was in my local church. True, we've never done so. so what we did, let we're, me we're, tell you, Listeners, we've never been on the road. Yes. to do
2: this sort of program. So what we were, ever. what we did, listeners, we were invited by a church pastor to come down to his church in the Wilburton area and share the gospel of Jesus Christ to the community.
1: So every Friday night, I think it was at 7.30, Hunty, or 7? Yep. Seven? 7.30 Friday, and
2: 11 o'clock Saturday, and 4.30 Saturday afternoon. So
1: we only did three programs a week, but we did it over three weekends. Yep, nine programs. Yeah, and we're talking about Jesus. That's right. Uh, the whole time. And this, what what would happen, it was all pretty short, actually, because what would happen is I'd just get up and do my little thing, which would go, oh, I don't know how long it went for. 40 minutes, usually. 40 minutes? Yep. Yeah, okay. On average. Yeah, and Liska then would sing a beautiful song at the end of it, and that was it. That was the program, and we did nine of them. I just want to tell you some of the programs we talked about. We talked about what would happen at the end of the world. Very interesting, Hunty. Yes. We talked about Jesus' second coming. So we talked about what it would be like at the end of the world, Yes. which is pretty much the world we live in. Then we talked about Jesus' Coming, And then we talked about the Bible But what a lot of people don't understand Is that Jesus will speak to you in the Bible Like you and I are talking here huh? That's right And we've had plenty of examples of that happening Yes In our lives haven't we Absolutely And so we just went through point by point How to have a practical relationship with Jesus In this series So that anybody can have a relationship with the king Where they can hear him He hears them And off you go Mm. Life explodes after Mm. that.
2: And I think it's fantastic that you you were able to uh, tell the people that came to the meeting, you are able to tell them how Jesus is the answer and how the Bible is the word of God.
1: Now, following on from that, what are we going to do? Because I find this very exciting. Hunty came down and he didn't come down for a holiday and there's a reason (laughs) why he's worked 20 days straight. So what we decided to do, because...
2: Uh, Lloyd spent so much time researching the topics and writing the programs.
1: Well, actually, let me tell you a little story about that Uh before we go any further. I did, but I went down there, met the people, went into the area, got to know them, changed everything. so all that work (laughs) I'd done before I went, and it happens every single time, because you go to a place and you realise the people aren't what you thought or the area's not, you know, and you're trying to make the message work for the people where you are. I I I, did, I had to redo the whole thing, and then we had technical problems, and and Hunty and I had to do thirteen programs rather than nine because we had to repeat not four of them. Do you remember? So let me run back to the answer. So Lloyd, ah, prepare, you Lloyd didn't prepares like often that <laughs>
2: <laughs> that the handbrake's digging in as hard as it can go. But let let me tell you, listeners, Lloyd prepared some absolutely amazing lectures, um, and because
1: yeah. because because of that, what, we what makes them amazing is not Lloyd. And we need to get this clear. The only thing amazing about these lectures, and I'm fair dinkum when I say this, is the man we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, they're and Bible-based, and the, the Holy that's, Spirit that's, certainly empowers you. What makes them amazing is Jesus. That's
2: correct. Anyway, so we realised that these programs could have further use. So we were very blessed. We were given a bunch of really nice, brand-new, I'll just, for the tech heads, digital hd NDI, top-of-the-range, full-spec cameras to use. We had to use them because ours went under in a flood. Yeah, we lost all ours. Our floated away. Mm. So we recorded the programs.
1: And what we're going to do is this. Yes. On Friday night, the 30th of September. I think it's the 30th, of, Oh, it? that's only 10 days away. <laughs> you better keep going, man. <laughs> How many have you got? Because what happened is, Hunty's come home and he's editing these programs up. How many have you got edited up? I've got up? one. Done.
2: One out of nine. But let me tell you, I added another 160 video clips to it.
1: Video clips and pictures.
2: And pictures. Radio, no, 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 video clips because where you talked about you know walking through the Middle East and going to the Holy Land and when you talked about Lazarus' tomb, I've actually got the video of you going down into Lazarus' tomb and I synced it up with what you were saying during the live the presentation. The fact is,
1: people have listened to me preach and then Hunty goes away and does it all up and then they watch it on video and they go, was that the sermon I was at? Because I think it, it brings it to life so much. I personally uh, need visual
2: history. I, I can't get my, I can't get any joy out of books and paper. I, but when I see it as a video, it speaks truth to me. So
1: he's going to edit up these nine programs. Is, is September 30 a Friday night, Hunty? I reckon it is. I can check. Let's um, see. It's 10 days time. It is. So we're going to go September 30 through to the following Saturday, mm, which is nine days later, yeah. September 39. <laughs> <laughs> September 30 we're going to start and we're going to go through to October the 8th oh, right, I've got to so That's, that's right. nine flat days, oh. Hunty, every night, 7.30pm And we're going to put this series up and you're going to get a chance to watch it And that's this right. won't be the last time, Hunty, we talk about it either well, you know, what, But September,
2: it's called... Th- oh, sorry yes. Yeah, what?
1: alright you're getting yourself confused on the...
2: My calendar came up with 2021. <laughs> Useless.
1: <laughs> uh, no, September 30 is a Friday night, and it'll Correct. go every night. At what time, Hunty? Well, we've been arguing, 7.30, 8 o'clock. We haven't
2: decided yet? Well, when we, when we post up finally...
1: What are you saying? What, reckon, what would you like? 8 o'clock. Done. That gives everybody time to...
2: Yep, get the kids fed and...
1: Yeah, yeah. Bath and, and all people settle from work. And, and so if you're interested in knowing more about Jesus, if you really want to know Jesus, how to have a relationship with him, how to hear him talk to you and how you can talk to him, how to overcome addictions and lifestyles that you've never been able to overcome, How to have hope, even though the whole world is collapsing. If you want to know a little bit about the future. And if you want to know the secret, you know what, Hunty? Yep. A lot of people come to Jesus, but they don't stay with Jesus because there's a secret. Correct. Correct. This is going to reveal all of that. It's not about religions, It's not about denominations. It's not about trying to get you to join a church. It's trying to give you a gentle nudge into Jesus. It's talking about how to survive. I don't think it's survive in the chaos, Hunty. You can thrive in the chaos if you've got. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. And so, right. Right. I want to invite you to that series. It's going to be on out. Where will it be, Hunty? We're going to put it everywhere, on our social media, mainly uh, YouTube and Facebook. Aussie Pastor Facebook and Aussie Pastor YouTube.
2: But to our listeners, uh, we'll, we'll tell you more about this later, but if you uh, message us through uh, our contact number, which is 0488-0851, uh, or email us info at com, we will send you the link. Oh, okay, that's a good idea, too. And then you won't miss out. Yeah, so I think we're going to tell them that again, eh? We'll tell you many times between now and the end of the month.
1: Yeah, and it's a good series, and it's worth hearing and watching. If you want to know Jesus, for sure, this is a good place to go.
0: You're listening to the Aussie Pastor here on Faith FM. The
1: Empty Tomb says it all. This is Kingdom Heirs, hunty. Yep. And I think you'll enjoy these guys. I put them on last week. They're another, they're another foursome. Mm -hmm. What do they call a quartet? Quartet. They're another quartet coming out of America. This is a beautiful song. It's talking about Jesus rising up from the tomb.
5: A stone can be found At a place in the ground Where the body of Jesus was laid It was never in stride With the words to describe The power that grace still displays For this monument Where Jesus was sent Was in the story of death It simply remains And the empty tomb
1: A fanta- These quartets have fantastic harmonies, don't they? Yeah, that was yeah. nice. What do you have? You have a bass, you have a tenor.
2: Yep. Um, For mm-hmm. so cell it's a baritone
1: and uh, was it a falsetto. Second soprano? tenor. Or... Yeah,
2: second tenor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some poor guy who's singing up really high. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I I like those guys who can sing up high. It's a beautiful, wonderful talent and gift to have. Yes. Hey, ask the Aussie pastor, Hunter. Looking
2: it forward is. to this. It is time. Yep. All right. Hey, we got one from our old mate. David Edgar, all the way across in WA. Thanks for being a faithful listener, David. Let me see what's the question. Lloyd, why do you, what do people say I would consider family over God first because they think God is the church? Oh, simply
1: because that's an easy answer, actually. People say that because they haven't met God. And if you've met God, that's what our series is about, Hunty. I don't want to go back there too much. True. But the reality is it's talking about how to know God. And we're living in a culture that doesn't know God. Australians, God bless them, mate. I'm one of them. Aussies generally haven't got a clue on how to know God. In fact, where it gets really challenging, Hunty, is a lot of Christians don't really know. How do you know God? Because when you get to know God... You realize how wonderful it is. You cannot, I, I, I actually challenge people. Once you've got to know God and you've had God speak to you, doesn't mean you still won't make mistakes and things will, you'll struggle a bit in life at times. You will. You won't always do the right thing. You'll try to, but sometimes you'll fall over. But once you get to meet God and you realize how beautiful he is, he becomes more important than anything else, including, and, and people don't understand this, but you've got to, you kind of get a sense of who God is. He's more important than any other person on the planet to you, including your wife, your family, your kids, everybody. So you'll do something for God before you'll do it for anybody. And that's why, Hunty, when you go back, you know how we have Harold Harker on every now and again? Well, all the time, really. Yeah, we do. And he talks about these guys in the Protestant Reformation. Some of them went into prison for years. Others get uh, tied to stakes and mm. burned. Yep. Um, others are thrown off cliffs rather than give up Jesus. Some are drowned, gone through terrible persecution, 50 million plus in the Middle Ages. Ages, died for Jesus because I refused to give him up you don't do that man mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. Jesus is something very very special but you never know how special Jesus is until experiencing himself yourself I think Psalm 34 says taste and see mm, the how Lord good, is God good God yeah. is yeah. you got to taste him and when you see then you know that he is the most important thing above everything Anything else in your life, and that's not a selfish thing to say. Funny thing is, hunty, when you love God, is God more important to me than my wife? Absolutely, totally. That'll shock some people. But when I love him, when I serve him, when he's in my heart and I'm born again, I'm a better husband to my wife, and I appreciate her more. True. You get that? I do. That's what God does. Do I love God? Is God more important to me than my kids? Some people say, oh, my kids are the most important thing. I get that but god is but when I, god is in my life and he's the center of my life he is more important uh, and he's more important than uh, than, than my, even my kids he's going to make me a better dad yep that makes sense For so sure. people will say what david said oh just read it out again what did that, what did they say what's he <laughs> say? that's, his, uh, that's yeah. easier said than done oh have
2: you already got rid of that <laughs> question moves to the next question let me oh. let me try and get it back
1: oh well the question was why do people say that my family is more important than god Or something like that Something like that Well they do it because They don't know who God is They've never experienced How beautiful he is Okay hunty Next one Alrighty This, This
2: next person is taking A bit of a stick to you mate Here we go That's alright Prepare for the baseball bat of love Did you write it? (laughs) did you write it wait did you hear it no I didn't write it (laughs) I notice you make some comments read the Queen are you a monarchist do you think it's appropriate there's a pastor you speak so positively of the Queen
1: oh okay that's actually probably not a bad question and am I a monarchist yes but not to the Queen and not to King Charles you don't see us as the Republic of Australia ever I'm a monarchist when it comes to Jesus Christ Wow. He's the king of the kings, and he's the lord of the lords. So am I a monarchist? Definitely am I a monarchist. Am I an Australian monarchist talking about the king of England or the queen of England? No, nah, not really. Don't really care. We'll be... I, I just I just grew up with the queen, man. Yeah, me too. So when I went to school as a kid, I was, I'm, that's how, I, I'm 59 last week. When I went to school as a kid, I sang God Save the Queen, did you? Yep. I used to have a bottle of, do you remember they used to give you a bottle of milk when Elk, you were yeah, That was cool. Yeah, so I sang God Save the Queen. She's been the head of state all my life, and I'm 59. She, she she ruled for 70 years. So have I got affection toward her? Yes, but am I a raging monarchist? I'm happy for Australia to go whichever way it, it wants. But I do believe, and I said this earlier in the show, that I believe, and I don't know what you think, honey, but I think we need to show respect of course, and honour. And what I like about the Queen and why I've rattled on a bit about it about her over the last few radio shows is because I like that she served Jesus. I like that she didn't compromise and never tried to hide the fact that she was a believer. Mm. In a world that's, in the Western world, which is fleeing from Christ, where they're almost becoming anti-Christ, the Queen stood up and said, Well, no, I, I serve Jesus. I bow down at his throne. I like the way that Jesus worked. And I think we should, she even said in some of her Christmas messages, we should follow Jesus. So so what was the question again? Am I what? Mm. Am I what? Uh, is, it, already,
2: is it appropriate that as a pastor you speak so positively of the Queen?
1: Oh, yeah, I think so. But some people might disagree with me. But I'm not saying you have to have positive thoughts to the Queen. Just respect, well, the Queen's dead. Mm. King Charles, respect our... I think it isn't it just respecting those who are our leaders. Yep.
2: Hey, how did we go in the recent Commonwealth Games?
1: Australia. Yeah. We thrashed the. I Poms. Bet we cleaned up, didn't we? Yeah, we did. it is good to be part of the.
2: Well, Com- why would we want the- to leave the Commonwealth where we've got our own mini Olympics? We can just thrash everyone in.
1: Well, it's pretty good. Especially, <laughs> actually, I, I enjoy Australia defeat beating um, the palms. But there's one group I like beating even more. Who's that? What do you reckon? The Kiwis. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I think it's fantastic.
2: Well, what's the t-shirt say? I support Australia. I anyone know. that beats
1: the Kiwis. Yeah, anyone, <laughs> anyone but the All Blacks. Um, <laughs> but again, I just want to stress that I think we should show respect. But I don't think as a pastor I should push too hard any political agenda no i I don't and i don't think i should be getting on radio or up from the pulpit or writing that oh everyone should support the monarchy and australia never become a republic that's not how i see it that's not my job am i a monarchist yeah i am pushing another kingdom i belong to another king and i advance another king's message and his name is jesus so i'm a monarchist absolutely but only in the sense of jesus christ
2: Alrighty, righty, this next question is actually a great question. I have the same question. Russia and China seem to be having a huge impact on human history now. Where are they in Bible prophecy?
1: That is a
2: good question. It is. Well done, he? listener. It's coming anonymously or I, or I say a name.
1: And I, I often wonder that myself because I'm a student of prophecy. Mm. I love prophecy. I'm in prophecy probably every second day, hunty, or more. Uh, that's how much I'm into prophecy. So I think it's it's really important. So in prophecy, I can name a few uh, powers that are in prophecy, America's in prophecy, uh, Protestantism's in which I belong to is in prophecy, Catholicism's in prophecy. I'm just trying to think of, and then there's other kingdoms: Babylon, uh, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome are all in prophecy. And I'm not saying China and Russia aren't, but I haven't been able to see it. Mm. Um, and I'm talking about Russia and see what in America and prophecy I can see it. Yep. you go and read Daniel seven, Revelation thirteen, especially Revelation thirteen, big time. That second land beast, it's 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 America, yep. and you can see it through and through. Um, Russia and China just haven't seen it. And why are they not there? I don't know. There's a lot of great nations that the Bible hasn't identified in prophecy. Mm. Yeah.
2: Okay, this one, oh, this one's from, yeah. Okay, I noticed you spoke about homosexuality the other week. I want to be clear, are you saying they will not be in heaven?
1: Well, I want to be clear. I'm not Jesus Christ, I'm not the judge, and I'd never say whether anyone is going to or not to heaven. That's not my place and never would be. Mm. So no, I'm I'm actually not saying that. yet Does that make sense, Hunty? Very good. I think we're all on a journey, mate. Um, I think one of the areas of challenge, especially if you're going to take the Bible as your go-to place to define what is right and wrong, not easy to do that, is it, Hunty? Because... How many times has a Bible crossed across your personal desires and <laughs> wants? Yes. Fairly regularly? Many sins are tasty and delicious. Well, <coughs> they are, but they're not good. No. Uh, yeah, so I wouldn't even, I'm not sure about calling them tasty and delicious. They're, they're seductive. How's that for a word? That's, that's working well on my, mis- my no, miss. No, no, you speaking. didn't misspeak. I just don't, I don't want people to think <laughs> sin's a good thing. Sin's a good thing. It's a bad, bad thing, and it causes massive damage. Um,
2: I mean, you have, Tonight you're having a salad for dinner. Yeah. Yes. Nothing tasty, nothing delicious for you.
1: Oh, Lisk is making it so it'll Oh,
2: okay Okay, if your wife's making it, it'll be nice It'll
1: be pretty good It'll be pretty good, yeah um, But getting back to the subject yep. um, I think it's, it, it, it's, it's challenging if you're going to allow the Bible to define what is right and wrong in your life Yep But I don't think, as I look at you, Hunty That I can say, he is or he isn't going to heaven Because of what? No, man No Knows the heart And I don't think you can look at me and say the same thing either Oh eh? but I do all the time (laughs) (laughs) I know you don't actually You're very gentle in this area And I don't think any of us should be looking at other people And saying you are or you aren't going to heaven I think we can look at what people are doing and say That is or that isn't destructive That is positive or that is negative That's different than saying you are or you aren't going to heaven Because we just don't know the journey people are on hunty That's right um and whether you're heterosexual or homosexual, there are many people uh, with those different persuasions who are on journeys with Jesus who are going to go all the way mm. straight into heaven, and they're going to do it through grace and believing in the Son of Man and Jesus Christ. And the thing is that God's going to remove a lot of things from you, hunty, And a lot of things from me before we get there Definitely That's a good good thing We don't get Mm. there by by what we do or don't do In the end we get there by the blood of Jesus And only he is He is the only one I know I'm laboring this a bit But he's the only one who can judge On who is going and who isn't But I can hazard a guess, Hunty That through the blood of Christ you're gone There you go Through the blood of Christ, that's true Mm. Hey, this next question I reckon I could answer Because I
2: paid attention last week to your Bible study But here it is I heard you say, "Only the Father knows the time of Jesus' second coming." If Jesus is God, how can He not know? I could answer that from last week's Bible study. I can
1: tell you want to, so go ahead. No,
2: I do not want to. No, I can tell. I can. See oh that no, 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 no,
1: no, no, no. Oh, hunty, let's hear. I you. don't want to open my mouth to
2: change feet. After year, after year was he pastor?
1: <laughs> nah, I'm waiting here, mate, live on radio for you to give us an answer.
2: Well, the Bible study we did last week made it very clear that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. Therefore, this statement is erroneous.
1: It's not. Loving it.
2: the yeah, I'm those, not loving it. This, this is one of these
1: consequential, <laughs> beautiful radio moments which I watch were <laughs> on TV. Jesus was the one. Is it tasty and delicious? Jesus was the one who said, only the Father knows when I will come. That was Jesus. Do you want me to get you the passage in Scripture just while you talk to the folk about that? Um, all right. Well, I've, got uh, my, I've
2: got my Bible open too. Let me have a only, look for
1: it. Geez, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. All
2: right. Well, I'm going to give another plug for us, the Aussie Pastor, for next week. <laughs> if you want to weigh into any of these questions or ask your own, you can contact us on 0488 880851. That's for SMS. Or you can send your questions to us in the email address info at aussiepastor.com. Now... How's he passed it going? Oh, done some
1: googling, yeah. Praise the Lord for Google. What have you got? Really quick, Jesus is talking here, but about the day or hour talking about Jesus' return. Yep, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the Father. So, I'm read
2: the question to you again before you, you read the question. Yes. I just, want, I just want to, um, I just want to. <laughs> Enjoy the tasty I want to, and delicious situation. I, I, I want to
1: circle back and <laughs> yes. just follow this fruit as the hand break and the brake. We are bad boys. We enjoy this. We, uh, do, we, we, we went do. to America we go around places and we're shooting a program over there and, and we have these sorts of discussions. We love each other. Well, we do. We're best of mates and we had this, this we had all these different discussions where we argue and but it's all good natured. It's all good natured. And we, and we I had a girl, Erica, who was our... What was she? Our, She's a camera, uh, camera yep. etc. Yep. Um, she got so sick of listening to Lloyd. she put these huge earplugs yep. in, her and it. she went off for the rest of the trip <laughs> somewhere else with these earplugs. But uh, we have one. Yeah, I just want to circle back. So Hunty, yes, is the read the question? And then I'm going to ask you: Is the statement wrong or right in okay. the light of what we've just? And that was: Did I give you the only the father? That was knows Mark, Mark, chapter 13, verse 32. It's also in Matthew. Yeah. In fact, just while we're thinking about. Out. It's in Matthew twenty four thirty six too, Andy. Right, okay. Matthew twenty six. It's in Matthew twenty four thirty six. You want to read? Let's read that one as well. I've got yeah. it in NLT. Yeah, that'll do. What's that
2: say? However, no one knows the day or hour when these things will happen. Not even the angels in heaven or the Son Himself. Ooh. Only the Father knows. Slam dunk, hun- so the So the question is: Is the question erroneous? If Jesus is God, how
1: can He not know? So is the question erroneous or not?
2: If the three beings make up one God...
1: Well, it's a good point, isn't it? If Jesus is God, is Jesus God? Yes, and therefore he knows. I I don't want to put you on the spot here, so I won't... No, hit it. Could you give me a Bible text that proves that?
2: That the Father, Son and the Holy Ghost are the the one being... No, that Jesus is God. I'm sure I could find one.
1: But you can't give me one. No, let's not. I don't want to.
2: That's Google time.
1: John chapter one, verse one and three. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Right. John one, verse fourteen. And the word became flesh. So it's definitely talking about Jesus there. In the beginning was the word, in the beginning was Jesus. And the word was, uh, and the word was with God. Jesus was with God. And the word was God. Jesus was God. Jesus is God. There's no doubt. Jesus is God. Jesus is eternal. He has no beginning. He has no end. He knows everything. He is God. So read the question again.
3: Mm. Yeah,
1: and, and I think the question's correct. That, that's that's the point here. The question is actually correct. I've heard you say, that's
2: and a good the question. Father knows the time of Jesus' second coming. If Jesus is God, how can he not know? So what's your answer? You said you knew the answer. Uh, I'm, I'm getting splinters now from sitting on
1: the fence. <laughs> well, Jesus is God. Correct. But obviously, he's chosen, when it comes to this, not to know.
2: Well,
1: he could know. There you go, listener. A
2: simple answer to a simple question. It seems to
1: be that this is one area where Jesus has handed it on to the Father, and he said, that's yours, don't even tell me. Mm. And when the Father is ready, he will give the signal, and Jesus will come. Mm. And Jesus is going to come as surely as Christmas is coming, hunty, you can guarantee it, mate. Absolutely. Jesus is coming. For sure. How's that? Beautiful. Simple answer, really, isn't it? Sometimes we're looking for really complex answers in the Bible. True. But the answers are simple and easy. Next one, mate. How how many more we got? This is the last one. Oh, okay. We've we've done okay today. I I personally make this mistake all the time when I
2: write this word, but I'm going to read it as it's written. Who are the seven angles mentioned in the Bible? Oh, who are the pretty seven? I'm pretty sure it's angels. Seven
1: <laughs> but, angels.
2: But in case there's a question about angles, I'll ask you both. No, there's nothing about angels in the Bible. So who are the seven angels mentioned thi-
1: this in the Bible? Is, this is, well, I don't know about seven angels, and so I'm nah. Googling this now as we talk. Here we go. Seven angels in the Bible. I don't know of seven angels in the Bible, but here we go. This site says they are, okay, you ready? Yep. Moloch, Chemosh, Dagon, Belial, Beelzebub, and Satan. that that all They sound like demons to me. Whoa. Here are the seven angels of God. Okay, here we go. Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, Uriel, Serial, Ragal, and Ramiel. Are there um, the seven, are there seven archangels? These are seven angels, archangels, yeah. Okay. You know why I don't know seven archangels? Because. I've never heard it before. Because it's not in the Bible. Ah, okay. The Bible doesn't talk about seven archangels. Okay, listener. Well. Uh, I know of two um, in the Bible Gabriel. And Gabriel's a head angel of heaven. Yep. Uh, he's mentioned a couple of times in Daniel. Uh, and I'm, I'm just trying to think, is he in Revelation? Yeah, he is in Revelation, I think got to be careful on live radio, haven't you? You do. And you know, your brain, I turned 59 last week. It's slowing down, auntie. It's turning into Uh, a marshmallow. And the other angel represented in the Bible is Michael. So there's Michael and there's Gabriel. We've talked about Michael. Michael is actually Jesus. The word ark, most important, angel, messenger, the most important messenger, Jesus, uncreated. Very clear about this. He's uncreated. He has always been. He is the king of the kings and the lord of the lords. Our queen, until she died, would bow her knee low before Jesus, the king of kings, every day. There's no king, there's no queen who's ever existed who will not bow before God at some time or another. Uh, The Bible says every knee will bow. So I don't know of seven angels. I only know of two, and I would think these other five must be made up in what I call religious folklore. In other words, somehow, somewhere, someplace, these angels and the names of these angels have got into religion, and it does happen, hunty, it happens all the time, and they've got some traction in the Christian church, but I'm telling you, if you're going to go by the Bible, you know, if I'm going to say go to the Bible to to define what is right and wrong, I think we need to go to the Bible on these sorts of things too, and if the Bible doesn't name these other five angels, well, biblically, they probably don't exist. Yep. How's that sound, Hunty? I do like the answer to that. So that's it. That's I the end love.
0: of That's the uh, Ask, end yeah. of Ask the Aussie Pastor. You're listening to the Aussie Pastor here on Faith FM
1: Hunty, before we get to this second last song, which is very, very special to me this we're about to play a young man on radio. This is the first inaugural. We are debuting. We are debuting. Fella. I'm very proud his of His latest actually. song, yes. Well, I think it's his only song. That oh. He's, well, no, he's recorded other songs, I think, but this one is a beauty. Hey, Hunty. Yes. Um, is it, and I want to go back to RC Aussie Passer for a moment. Yep. Is it too early for next week? Because I actually want to encourage people keep these questions coming in. Yes, they challenge us. In they fact, have
2: been great today.
1: They are so challenging, Hunty, that I sit here with my computer in front of me yep. on Google. Yes, so I can get a because Hunty doesn't give them to me. nope before no, I before never the program. share the questions. Hmm. Yeah, no. So um, now this next song, "Holy, Holy, Holy," sung by a young man called Max. Wrong. Oh,
2: that's where we are, okay That's right, yes. right, 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 good, good, good <laughs> You get a bit confused Oh, I was looking for other songs, but yep, I've got Holy
1: Holy Kid up yep. here This is this by a young man Or, or do you want to play Lisker again and then we'll play this no, guy later? I'm actually going to start the track I've started it, now we can, can talk.
2: talk No, I but don't want to talk over the track But it's a long intro That's alright, let's listen to the intro No, no, it's a very long intro You're on your own, bro I, I want to talk, I want to jibber jabber I'm going to talk Okay, let let, let, this the, intro, guy, let the intro go I put out. I want to talk over it. Oh, fine. You win. <laughs> <laughs> Magnificent! Let me tell you something, listeners. He's been busting to. Tear. No, I no, I haven't. I just thought I'd speak while your mic was muted, because you've got to unmute it, and I noticed <laughs>
1: you're exposing me there, and you're making feel a noise. the
2: nakedness. Okay, go on. go on. Okay, so Lloyd's got a brother who's got a son.
1: Actually, let me. Can I? Can I just? I got a brother and a sister, sister-in-law. That's right. And I'm pretty sure that the gift of music <laughs> yes. that I just heard yes. from that young man, and he is a beautiful singer, comes from his mother and not his father.
2: Yep, it's coming down the, the other gene pool. It is. His mother actually. <laughs> it's not a, the Gollum
1: side. His mum, his mum, and and his sister-in-law, Karen, uh, her sister, uh, her sister, yeah, uh, my brother's sister-in-law. And And Paul, we've had him on this program. Mm. They are fantastic, a guys. lot of musical talent.
2: Anyway, this guy's name is Max Grollemond. Yep. Um, I was lucky enough to be at his wedding last year. Was it last year? No, that's Maybe not.
1: Before? That's not Max. That's Mitchell. Oh, sorry, Mitchell. Sorry, wrong, wrong. <laughs> I, I don't even know whether Mitchell. Mitchell, if you're listening, I don't even know if you you're sing a great. Ro. You're a great singer. <laughs> well, according to Hunter, you know, yes. this is Max. This is, let me correct that. Oh, I'm loving this. This is Max, my young, my youngest. He's a nephew, nephew. right? He's my youngest yeah, yeah. nephew. He's off in America and Canada at the moment, but um, he was at the wedding last year, though, right? Yeah, he was at the wedding, but it, but it wasn't. Mitchell, Hunty's looking for a way out here, um, and he's just a beautiful singer, and he loves the Lord Jesus Christ, and he's a fine young man. And you know what I'd like to see? Um, I'd like to see him singing with his mum. Yep, and I would love to see him singing with my wife too. Oh yeah, yeah, because uh, the Grollemans um, have never been singers, and now we've got some Grollemans. Well, that was large. that was pitch perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was beautiful, that
2: was just so good.
1: As well, and thank you, Max. And I hope. We can get some more music out of Max in the mm. next little while. Because will I will be good. I always, uh, we'll put him up. Hey, Hunty, just to finish our program off yes. today, we haven't got a lot of time. Is that twenty two seconds to go? Nope. No,
2: it's five twenty. Look, look at the red clock. That's the one to fear. Fear the red clock. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. The blue clock's a segment countdown clock.
1: Yeah, it's because we
2: we got ourselves all. We you don't. Need, we, need, like, we need to stop jibber jabbering and play this next song. Not not quite yet. Okay. How long's the next song? Well, that's a good question because this one's just straight off the cutting room floor. It's one of the songs I filmed with your beautiful wife, Lizka, after the conclusion of the conclusion okay. of the program.
1: Before we do, yes, I just want to say this as we conclude our program today. Yep. This is how precious Jesus is. My dad at the moment, a bit about my family today, isn't it? Hmm. He's in a nursing home, and he can't get up out of bed so he's confined to bed and when you get like that it can be very challenging and my dad relies on jesus in these well it's not the last days but these this is the last chapter of his life and i just want to read a little passage hunty yeah looking desperately at the clock
2: well we've got like 90 seconds left
1: we're all right okay psalm chapter 34 it's hunty's job to panic mine to share this is the handbrake um Because what my dad does to get himself through the loneliness and the difficulty of living in that sort of environment is he goes to the Bible. Psalm 34 verse 1, I will praise the Lord at all times. Mm -hmm. I speak constantly praising him. I boast about the Lord. I tell about his greatness. I pray to the Lord, verse 4, when I'm in trouble and he answers me. He frees me from all my fears. And my dad's reading this, and it's given him courage. And verse 8, we're talking about this today. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Verse 22, the Lord redeems and cares and loves those who serve him. No one takes refuge in God and is not saved. Isn't that beautiful? Absolutely. Last song from Lizzie.
2: Now this last song, like I said, I'm starting it now. Have a quick listen. No, nothing yet. Live radio. Live radio. There we go. There was a standby action on the front of that. Anyway, enjoy Lizka. Never give
5: up.
4: Can give you courage and strength to care. It's coming someday. Never give up. Jesus is coming. It's the darkness just before.
1: Home bed like my dad, and you've got the Bible and you've got Jesus, then, like Lizzie just sang, you will never ever give up, and that's the power and the joy of Jesus in your life and your heart. Father in heaven, we come before you and we thank you for being with us in this program today, for blessing us. Now, as we go our way, stay with us, and may we know you more, may we know you deeper. May we know you, Lord, as a friend and our God, saving us in the chaos of this world. Is my prayer in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. My name's Lord Grohlam, and Aussie pastor. And hey, my name's Hunty on the tech. We love you. We love you.
2: But God, he loves, he loves you, us so you so much, much more. more. See you next time. Bye bye.
0: Thanks for joining the Aussie pastor. If you enjoyed today's program and would like to find out more about Jesus, our ministry, always to support us, go to findjesus.tv.